Ervin Perik Hey Mishnah Vav, five six. This Mishnah will be going off topic. It departs from our chapter's topic of the Tchum and how to measure Tchum around the city, and it's going to discuss a totally unrelated topic that has to do with Shetufim Mavaos. Now, just very briefly to remind you, I assume you listened to the introduction, and I assume they have some familiarity. And if you don't, we will discuss at great length the topic of Shetufim Mavaos and Ervin. In uh, subsequent chapters, but just very briefly, the Torah allows a person to carry in a Rishasayachid, defined as a place that's walled in the proper Machitos. Now, sometimes a Rishasayachid can feel like a truly private domain, like your home, and sometimes it can feel like a quasi public domain because other people are allowed to be there. Like, let's say, like a walled in football stadium does not feel like a private place, of course, but technically, since it has walls around it, halachic walls, assuming it does, it's Rishasi Yachid. Now, the rabbi said that any shared living space where more than one household has the rights to be there and carry things in there and walk through there, it has a different psychological status, if you will, psychological, not halachic status, midoraisa, than your home, your private home. And therefore, they were afraid that people if people were allowed to carry in and out of and through these like quasi-public domains, like a shared living area, such as a chatzer, a courtyard, a shared courtyard, or a mavui, an alleyway, a shared alleyway, so then people would end up carrying from their private homes into a proper shusarabim, which is the Isra Doraisa. And therefore the rabbi said you can't carry from a shusayachid to a chatzer or in a mavui, a courtyard or a alleyway, unless... Um, all the owners make at least some sort of symbolic um, joint consortium where they all live there together in one place by putting, let's say, food in a box. In the case of a chatzer, it's tafka bread. In the case of shetufi mavos, it's any food. They combine themselves with food, and they all are essentially one big happy family, a, a consortium living together in that in that mavui, and therefore they can all carry in that mavui together. Now, what's driving our mission is the following. If you have an entire city, let's say a walled city, so then technically the whole place is Rishusi Yachid and sort of has the same status as a Mavui. Okay, it's something has the retinum of Chatseris and so on, but typically it will be a, a te- if it's walled, it will have a technical Dorai status of Rishusi Yachid. It will work like a Mavui, and therefore, um, in theory, you think you should be able to make one Shetufim Mavaos, one combination of residency consortium for all the residents of the entire city, and therefore everyone could carry throughout the whole city. Chazal were concerned, however, that if people grew up in a city where there was no problems about carrying, because it was a single Eruv that covered the whole, a single Shittaf, I should actually call it, um, that carries the, covers the whole city, people will just forget that such a thing as the halachas of Ervin, Shittafim Mavos, etc., and they will come to carry or transfer in other cities elsewhere that aren't um, properly equipped, that are really Rishiyos Arabim, or Carmelis even, for that matter. So for that reason, the general rule is that you cannot include an entire city in a single shito from Mavaos, as if it was, were one big Mavoy, because we're concerned over time people of that city will forget the basic rule of the, the requirements of Erevin. Now, our Mishnah says, Ir Yachid, if you have a privately owned city, that means one person acquired this whole city, he built it himself, it's his. And then let's say he, you know, he had rented it out to other people. So there were people who were living there, <clears throat> renters, but it was his city. So therefore, since it's his private domain, he owns it, and everyone who's there just is like a, a renter even. So 
carrying throughout that city would be not a problem, Midoraisa, because it's a walled city. And the truth is that um, it's very much psychologically distinct from a regular city. People know this, this city, this town belongs to such and such a person. Being that it's his privately owned domain, no one would ever confuse it with a regular Rosh Hashanah. And that being the case, a privately owned city would never need to have a shituf in the first place um, if a person owned it by himself. And if there are other people who are renting there as well, so then if they would set up a shituf, that's fine. There's no reason to be concerned that over time people would forget that it's, you know, the rules of shituvim avos and come to carry in other public places because this is this unique private city. And that being the case, we're going to say that as a private city, even if you rent out to other people, you could, you could include the whole city in one shituvim avos and everyone could carry there. The usual concern wouldn't apply. So our mission now wants to know what happens if, after being established as a private city, the original owner transfers some ownership, selling some of these homes to other people. So that's the case here. Ir shel yachid. It was originally a private city. Venasis shel rabin. But it became a public city, meaning this person sold off parcel of land. Or at the most, unfortunately, he retains some rights to the city, whether it's, you know, he retains the roads and not the houses, or he has some houses there, whatever the story is, he's there also. Um, that's the most learned. But uh, other people are there as well. Since it's clear in everyone's mind that it was, you know, Moishi bought the city, now it's still Moishi town, even though people now, you know, have separate homes there. Still Ma'arvin Kula, we will still allow a single Eruv that would combine the whole city. The truth is, the word Eruv here is a bit of a mis- imprecise to use word. We're, again, Speaking about a shituf, a shituf in Mavos, the whole of the city has a status of like a, of like a mavui, and it's all going to be combined into a single, it, it can be combined into one entire mavui, and people can carry it throughout the entire city. It does happen sometimes in Mishnayas and elsewhere that when we talk about a shituf, we refer to it as an Erev. Okay, so this is not an Erev Tchumen like we had elsewhere in the parak. This would be, so to speak, like the Erev Chatzeros, but in fact, it's really not even a, for a Chatzer, it's for a Mavui, so it's a Shitufim Mavos. Okay, but you can make it into one living area, including the entire city. No need to leave some piece out of the Erev, because no one's going to get it mixed up and they're going to forget. On the flip side, Vishal Rabin, if it originally had been a regular city that belonged to lots of people, in which case there would be a prohibition against including the entire city into a single Shitufim Mavos, even if it's got walls around it, even if everyone wants to participate, no, we're afraid people will forget the rule of of Erevin in general and carry it in a public place. And therefore, you would the rule would be for a regular city, assuming that the city is a public city and it has what's called it's open it has two entrances, like one on each side, and there's a road that runs through it that isn't locked at night. So such a city is a is a is Rishus Aram. Um, and then even if you box it up to make it longer Shosiyachid by putting the walls, let's say, up or locking the gates or something. Even so, in and out back to being only like a, meaning it's walled all the time, and therefore it's not Rishos Aram. Even so, you still couldn't enclose the entire, include the entire city with a single Shetuvim Mavos, because people forget the rules. And we're saying if you took such a city, Venasis Shel Yachid, and you transferred it to an individual, meaning one person, Rothschild, buys the entire city now, but at once the public now it's just Rothschild city. Even so, since it started out being a public city and people in their minds make confuse things, you may not include the whole city into a single shetufim into a single unified area where people could carry throughout the whole city without anything left out. 
lest people of the city come to forget. Even though now it's privately owned, and I just see people renting there, still, um, because it started out being public, it's not so distinct to people's minds, they can get confused. Ella, rather, in Kain Asa Chutzala Ke'ir Chadasha Sheba Yehuda, you have to leave some piece of the city excluded from the Shituf, meaning some area where you cannot carry in or out of, in that city, within its walls. And how much has to be excluded? It has to be an area of residence that is comparable in size to the city called Chadasha. That's the name of the city. It means new, but it means the city called the capital Chet, so to speak, Chadasha. The city of Chadasha actually is referred to in, in uh, Sefer Yoshua. You can see it there in uh, Perk Tesvav, Pasuk Lamad Zayin. So the city of Chadasha and Yehuda had a total it had 50 residents living there and that's the Rebuhuda which is that you must at least exclude 50 people worth of the city from the Shituf at all events um, a regular public city and even a public city which was transferred subsequently to be owned by a single person still you can't make a Shituf that includes everybody that's Rebuhuda which is you have to exclude 50 people Rabbi Shimon says, no, the minimum amount to exclude from the Shituf isn't 50 people, but rather it's three courtyards in the city, each of which must have at least two homes. So it's a total, it works out to a total of six homes, of course, but it's three separate, like I'll call them neighborhoods, whatever, three courtyards with homes around, around the courtyard that must be excluded. So he has a different Shita. That's his definition. Now, as far as the halachas go for this sugya, for our topic of how much must be excluded out of a city, um, a city's entire shit of a mavos, so the halacha is like a third sheet of the Gemara, which says that even if you ha- exclude um, just one chatzir with one house inside of it, that would be sufficient. And that's the din, um, because the halacha in general is when it comes to Erevin, since they're Durabanan, like Erev Chatzeros and Shetuv Mavos, we go Lakula, so we go to that third most lenient opinion, which means you have to exclude just one home from one Chatzer in the whole city. Um, that's the Halacha. But you should know that Rabbi Shimon's um, definition of what constitutes a city does apply elsewhere in the world of Tchumen, back in our main topic here in the fifth chapter of Erevin, which is, if you recall, we're talking about, you know, if you have a city, then you make the circumscribed rectangle around it and so on. So how many homes do you need to comprise a, a city where you don't measure 2,000 almost from the individual home, but 2,000 almost around the rectangle that surrounds the city? So the definition of a city is indeed Rabbi Shimon's defini- definition over here, which is three chatzeros, each of which have two houses on them. That's the minimum size for a city. Once you have that, then all the other permanent residents around that area, even if they live in like teepees and whatever it is, you know, huts and tents and stuff are all included in the city and you extend around, you make that circumscribed rectangle in all the places where people could live uh, and then, you know, 2,000 almas in all four directions from there. Okay, so that's the din. Um, la halacha, again, the halacha is like this, that sheet did not mention here in the Mishnah, but indeed the basic halacha is that a city a city that uh, a city that has the public city can't be all included in one in one Erev. However, however, Rosh learns this very differently. Rosh learns our Misha differently, and the Shulchanach also 
is built on Rashi Shita. Bring a Yesh Oberman and, and Ashkenazim are relying on the Shita. Rashi learns that what constitutes a, a private versus public city isn't how I described it at all. Rashi learns that a private city, meaning an Irshal Yachid, is one that has fewer than 600,000 residents, and an Irshal Rabbim, a public city, is one that has more than 600,000 residents. And Rashi understands that's the threshold of which, at which a place can be a Rishus Harabim Doraisa. With fewer than 600,000 residents, it simply isn't a Rishus Harabim Doraisa at all, and therefore you haven't got the concern, says Rashi, of the Doraisa forgetting about the Erevin and carrying it being Mechal Shabbos on the Doraisa level with Hotza. That being the case, according to Shulchan Aruch and, and Ashkenazi Halacha, if you have a city with fewer than 600,000 residents, you could include the entire city in a single Shetufim Mavos, and that would be acceptable. Um, and that, that's how Lisa Ashkenazim, Rashi, Balitosvos, Rokeach, etc. learn, although the Sephardic Poskim, the Rajba, the Ritva, Rabbam, etc. don't go the way at all and go back requiring you to exclude people from from the area of in, in any in any city.